welcome to another episode of One Sporting Way. I am, as always, Riley Clark, joined by my two co-hosts, Dave and Remy. Let's start with Remy. How are you doing? And can you even talk right now? What are you drinking? <laughs> yeah, I can talk barely. Um, my throat on a scale of like one to ten when you go to the doctors of the pain level is probably a fifteen and a half. Um, here's the thing. Dave and I went to the sporting game last night and it was one of the most fun times ever. Um, we'll definitely get into that, but we screamed so much, way more than a middle-aged, wait, middle-aged? Middle-aged. Uh, you are not middle-aged. Very start- far from it. Should we just start this thing over? I feel like I'm in <laughs> chaos today because I, it was so much fun yesterday and now I'm just in chaos. I've taken two naps today. Mm. Oh, that sounds and wonderful. it's only the afternoon. Yeah, honestly, I, I might go for number three. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm in chaos because my throat is killing me because we, um, we're, we were just having such a good time and just screaming with pure joy and no regrets. But I mean, that leads me to what I'm drinking and it's honey vanilla chamomile tea with extra honey. Mm, very peaceful. And no alcohol today. Thank you. That sounds delicious, though, and I will say most of the screaming on my part was with joy, but there was maybe one incident of frustrated screaming in the first half that we'll have to talk about, but yeah. yeah. Oh, we will get into it. And so, Dave, <laughs> how are you doing? What are you drinking? Man, I am doing okay. I've just been feeling uh, like maybe I'm coming down with something. I don't know what it is, but I'm drinking water. Um and yeah, I'm doing well. My voice is feeling fine. I think it's just used to lots of me yelling all the time. Yeah, but man, that game was so much fun. I can't wait to talk about it. I always super look forward to talking about games when I was there, and this was my first ever playoff game, so it's even more so. But how about you, Riley? How are you doing? And are you carrying the tr- team? Is it three by- for three, no alcohol? Yeah, no, are I you guess- actually... You've got oh, us covered. Awesome. Oh, no, I'm drinking today. It's been a awesome. good day. We got to have like church outside because it's it was 70 and sunny this morning. So we got to go outside for church. We went and had some amazing seafood for lunch. I saw community theater. Um, I got to see Little Shop of Horrors and drinking uh, Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Because Ooh, there I, you go. Uh, Robin made fun of me because she's like, it's not summer. And I was like, it was 75 and sunny at church this morning. And in two days, actually, when this podcast comes out, I will be at an airport on my way to Vermont, where today the low was 14 degrees and the high was 40. Yeah, I'd say enjoy that summer shandy while you can. I'm surprised it's still available. Well, he does live on the coast by a beach. It's also maybe been in our fridge for like two months. Okay, let's enough about beer and cold weather um, and yelling. You guys yelled so much. I oh, saw man. your snap stories. It was awesome. We yelled so much. We had to make up for the third member of our group who was not yelling at all. I, was, I know. Cardboard cut Just out. the same. <laughs> I was stoic the entire game. Yes. You couldn't phase me. Um, so let's jump into the playoff game we had uh, against Vancouver 3-1 at Sporting Park. What is possibly the last home game of the season if, you know, playoffs go as they're supposed to, which never happens. So there may be another home game next week. Who knows? But Sporting came out on top 3-1 to with goals from 
Uh, Remy's favorite, Kyrie Shelton, starting us off. EC getting his first goal in a sporting uniform. And then Zuzi with with what is possibly the most mundane goal yeah. I've ever seen in Could my life. Could have entire- been goal of the year, absolutely. We don't oh even have gosh. to talk about that one. It was so lame. <laughs> and if you weren't watching, I'm being absolutely sarcastic. Uh, just an absolute shot from about 10 yards, I'd say, outside the box. Just slots it. It was... I was freaking out. I was absolutely losing my mind. And Robin's in the living room watching the K-State football game while I'm in here watching this. And she has a friend over and she's like, just ignore him. That's just <laughs> Well, the funny thing was, so we were sitting in the cauldron and we the angle was he scored. Zeusy scored on our side of the field, which was cool. But we couldn't tell really just how tricky that angle and shot was going to be until they replayed it on the video board after everyone was celebrating and i think the crowd was even louder after they replayed it because they saw how far out he was and how perfect he hit that ball just in the top upper corner it was amazing yeah and the angle we were at too you just see a shot coming in from that far out and you just think oh okay this is going wide you know you never expect that to go in and we didn't have the angle to see that it was going in so it was just like a what huh oh okay like let's be excited so it was it was really shocking (laughs) i probably watched the replay three or four times after the game was already done it was amazing but dave remember you talk about like the 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 atmosphere of the cauldron how was the game being there playoff season at home what was it like there's a reason i (laughs) have been like swallowing gallons of tea um that's how exciting (laughs) it that's how exciting it was um i mean i loved going to playoff games in high school i would try to go to every single one um and it's just there's something different about the playoffs it's i think it's just the the pressure is so intense in the best way because if you lose, you're out. You can't tie. You have to win. And the fact that sporting kind of demolished them, even without having Polito back yet, um, you know, like our favorite player, Kyrie Shelton, opened the scoring. And after that, I just knew we were going to have a good one. You know, if everyone was on top of their stuff, like it was going to be a good one to watch. And I was so happy with the result. Yeah, the biggest thing I noticed, like I said, I've never been to a playoff game before because, you know, money. But the biggest thing I noticed was just how loud it was, even in our section of the cauldron. Like, usually when you sit kind of over toward the sides, people don't really get into the singing as much. But it was much more like energy throughout than I was used to. So that, I think that was the biggest difference I noticed. And yeah, I mean, you could just feel the tension the entire game. I mean, positive and negative moments. They just were so heightened since it's the playoffs. My favorite thing ever is when, like, after sporting scores, you, like, start high-fiving people you don't know who are you're yes, just sitting next to. And people. the people we were with <laughs> were just, like, so fun and so friendly. Um, and, like, the crowd just feeds off of each other. And you can tell, like, after Minnesota scored the penalty kick, um, like, the cauldron – was the one to get the rest of the stadium back on their feet and into the game, you know? So it's like, it's so important. Like we've said this whole podcast, like having a home field advantage is a huge game changer sometimes. 
I will say I heard every single song the entire game watching. And I have to give a shout out to MLS.com because Bally Sports tried their best to block me from watching this game. <laughs> I jumped in about the 36th minute. I finally was able to get it. And MLS.com gave me access to the game for some reason. I don't know why. Thank you, MLS. Oh, that's awesome. I missed the Kyrie goal, and I saw the handball. The handball was about where I jumped in. Oh, man. The irony, I was just thinking, I was like, if we lose this game because of a handball called in the box, (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind on this podcast. Because we lost because of that last game. (laughs) Yes. The irony in that, I would have been like, it it has to be screen written. Like, someone has to be making this up. Well, I mean... Let's be fair, that was 100% the right call. Oh, like, I yes. did not know uh-huh. what happened there. It was like he stuck his arms out to get more height on his jump and then didn't jump high enough, and it just totally hit his hand and took it away from the other guy, which I was kind of honestly amazed how similar that was to the handball incident mm-hmm. against RSL, where you're not like volleyball spiking it. It's not intentional, but your arm's outstretched and it takes it away from the other players. So it's a penalty. At least we knew that like we still won after that. Like if they hadn't called that, I would have felt so guilty and that win would not have been as sweet. So I'm glad they got it right. I think we're all (laughs) still bitter about last game and how that ended. Yes, let's just agree. We're we're happy it got called, but we're also happy that we won the game. Because if it, <laughs> yes. I would not have been happy if we had lost the game. I would have felt very I different. I would have been in this really excited if like sporting would be done for the year. <laughs> I would have been absolutely livid had we lost that game. Yes, and there was a handball in the box called. Mm-hmm. That was the right call, a hundred percent the right call. But I, yeah. I just thank, thank goodness for EC because his goal right before halftime. It just really like turned it around. It, we they could have been walking back into the locker room just really down. Like the crowd would have been angry and frustrated. Mm-hmm. But that was like one of the most perfectly timed goals. We so needed that one. And let's be honest, it was less of a kick and more of a like off the inside of his knee. I always love when first goals are just not they're not an active like a lot of skill it kind of just fell to his knee and it takes skill to, to direct that ball in but it's similar to dave you talked about someone's first goal oh, yeah well it was when we were talking about jose maury's first goal was yes. just a total goalkeeping howler and then i uh, talked uh-huh. about chicharito's first man U goal where he shanked it off his face and into the goal so yeah i mean <laughs> It's it is always funny when an illustrious career like starts off on that note. Like it'd be like if Patrick Mahomes' first play in a Chiefs uniform, he had like tripped over his shoelaces or something. But somehow like tripped on his shoelaces and threw a touchdown. Also, let's talk about Graham Zussi's assist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Like. Yes. Okay. We all agree. Do we agree that Graham Zussi was the man of the match? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly MVP. Man, I I was I was talking with Robin about this. I don't want it to happen. But with Matt Beezer's retirement, I can see Graham's like in the in the horizon, mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping that it doesn't have because he has played when he is off injury he has played so well this year yeah for as old as he is he is playing so good same with roger i'm like really surprised by both of them like pleasantly surprised for sure yes yeah those guys are those guys are both like such big contributors like i honestly think zussi has by far the best cross on the team yeah like just accuracy like he freaking 
he was slide tackling, well, not tackling, but he slid and just pinpoint one touch crossed the ball back in to Kyrie Shelton on that goal. Right it was to awesome. his feet, too. Yes. We did notice, Dave and I, we were kind of talking throughout the game, and we were just like, we're crossing it into the box pretty frequently, but either no one's in the box because we get it off a breakaway or something, mm-hmm. or, like, it's crossed and it's just, like, it goes to the middle of nowhere. Like, no passing accuracy at all well and i notice always our good goals come from nice buildup. like we did not look good on the counter attack like we just could not really string there's a couple counters where we had where i think one Kyrie was one-on-one and decided to like try to pass it cross field and it just <laughs> did not pan out well there's a couple more moments like that but our best goals in this game came from build up play from those crosses and yeah no one's in the box but eventually someone finds their way into the box yeah mm-hmm. well yeah the first one or or the second one actually that one was from a set piece which mm. that was refreshing i'm pretty sure it was from a corner and it was like when do we ever score from set pieces like Never. that's so new i loved it <laughs> i mean it, with busio leaving halfway through the season that's where i was like i right, no more set piece goals because busio's gone yeah, and yeah we only Sorry, we only score if it's like an awesome shot. Like, yeah. like we almost never just like that one bounced around a bit. But even then, like usually if we're taking a corner or something, it just gets crossed in and headed out. And that's all she wrote. But yeah, that was that was a good one. Well, then let's give some airtime to the first goal of the match. Let's give some airtime over to Kyrie here. I mean, it was a solid goal. It looked good. Yeah, I can't tell Did if it? he was. I Well, I can't tell if he was trying to just flick it to the back post. I think he was, but I can't tell. It was either that or he was trying to go near post and just didn't get great contact and it went far post. But either way, I mean, you know, he was in the right place at the right time. He also was the one that headed the ball back into kind of the melee Mm -hmm. and then easy tapped at home I don't think he got an assist because it bounced off a Vancouver defender in the process but like you know he kept it alive and so yeah I mean like Remy said having Polito out and being able to buy a win with Kyrie Shelton playing up top like having a good game I think that's huge because now, you know, we didn't have to risk Polito in that game. We can keep him out for one more week in advance. I agree. I cannot wait for Polito to get back on this team. Because if we play like we did tonight, or last night, and have Polito out there too, man, I don't know a team that can stop us except maybe the Revolution. Well, we don't even know that because we've barely played any East teams this year. And I was going to say we don't have to worry about them because NYCFC won today and they'll be playing the Revs next week. So Yeah, speaking of our bracket, <laughs> if you guys haven't gone and listened to our last episode, we kind of de- uh, described some of our selections and we posted our official picks on our Instagram. So you can go to onesportingwaypod at Instagram.com. And yes. as of right now, we are three for three. And uh, with the wins, with Philadelphia winning, with us and with NYFC winning. And I will say right now, we are looking potentially at our first loss as we're recording. Minnesota's up one nothing on Portland right now. Uh-oh. Wow. And that I would shouldn't be have said what I upset. did. <laughs> I yeah, said that all their forwards it. were bad at soccer. I shouldn't have said that. Well, not going <laughs> to lie. I don't really want to play Minnesota either. <laughs> no, no. I mean... To be honest, at this point in the playoffs, like once you get out of that first round, it's really hard to find a team that I want to play. 
Yes. I would just be like to be MLS champs right now. <laughs> We're really making some bold statements. Any last thoughts on this game, guys, besides how amazing it was to watch sporting in a playoff match? Because that pressure's there, and we looked good. I guess I would say my last thoughts are, I do agree, this was, this was the first time in a while I just thought we looked really good out there. Even some of our wins, I mean, we ended on a three-game losing streak. We didn't look good in any of those games. Even the win against Seattle before that, I didn't think we looked that good. And this one, we just looked awesome. Last last thoughts for uh, this game. This was the first game where I didn't like actively notice any poor defending choices from our Ooh. back line, which is not something that I think I've ever said on the podcast. Okay, um, I witnessed one very poor defending choice. No, was... I mean, like, <laughs> it wasn't a consistent thing. Mm-hmm. This game, I think, like, they actually, you know, there's a very good chance that the whole team just was forced to listen to a couple episodes of our podcast. <laughs> and they just were like, you know, these are some, like, really hardcore fans that just want us to improve. So maybe we should listen to them and, like, get our ish together on our back line. And honestly, like, Fontas did an amazing job. Like, he is quickly becoming one of my favorite players because he is bringing that stability to our team. And I I just, like, trust him back there. And I think all of the rest of them played really well together. And there there wasn't really – except for, like, maybe one or two times I noticed they didn't really leave the back – post wide open like they usually do they were marking a lot better on set pieces um so yeah i was actually impressed with our back line <laughs> that's yeah. awesome yeah if we're dishing out tips um you know our previous you know remy talking about covering the back post if that worked so well let's talk about handballs in the box i think, I think tim should body slam people more often okay oh, no, that's okay. 100 a thing oh. that needs to happen they showed a legit WWE clip during the hype video for the <laughs> game, and it cracked me up because they showed the goal celebration where Graham, like, or was it Johnny body slamming Graham? And then they literally cut to a WWE video, and I was laughing so hard that they basically just that trolled. Knows. They just trolled Tim Melia during uh, the hype. Yeah, shout out it to Sporting's so media team. Like, they are some <laughs> of my favorite, like, people because they are so savage online, and I love it. Even, like, MLS. The MLS Instagram account today posted, like, a Wizard of Oz spinoff where, like, some Vancouver players were yes. being, like, wrapped up in a tornado with Dorothy's red shoes. And, like, uh-huh. Johnny and, I think, Shallow we were holding Toto the dog and saying, like, goodbye. Like, you're not in the playoffs anymore. Wow. <laughs> like, savage, man. Yeah, that is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Our last thought, we didn't even mention that, like, Riley was at the game with us in spirit and in 2D form. Yes, oh, yes. and I noticed you guys branded me this time. Yeah, Riley. So a couple, the last game we went to, obviously Riley couldn't join us because he ditched us for the beach. But <laughs> I will get Riley's two cents in a second. Um, but we brought a little Riley head that we printed out on cardboard, and it was probably like the size of our hand, right? And just brought yeah. it to take like funny pictures. This time, it's like the, like the size of my torso, <laughs> and it says, "This is our BFF Riley." At one Sporting Way pod. <laughs> People were asking us about it. 
It was yeah, awesome. it was awesome. We're definitely okay. bringing it next time. And huge shout out to our arts and crafts expert Sarah because she came she came to the game with us and we were literally piecing this together in the parking lot while tailgating, oh trying not to get run over from ruthless drivers trying to get <laughs> yes. like one inch closer to the stadium. Yes, and I was on the injured reserve because I like cut myself Dave's like five never seconds used scissors into it. Before and it yes. clearly showed. And so, yeah, she did like most of the work and it turned out great. So thanks, Sarah. People were, it was so funny. People were like, uh, I saw your sign from like far away. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just me. Marketing, baby. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. All right. Dang, I was like swallowing oh, my tea. Mid, you got her mid tea drink. <laughs> got her mid sip. All right. This week on Sporting KC trivia. It's 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 a little bit of a different format. Oh boy. I am going so so Dave is currently losing four to one. So he gets to go first on this question. And it's a back and forth okay. until we you can't name anymore. So my question is who it's are the sting off? Kind of. Yeah. It's like well, pitch perfect. They would win because my throat hurts. So pitch perfect. The question is who are the top ten sporting kc goal scores and dave you'll start and we'll go back and forth oh like my checking them off the list oh remy is going to destroy me at this if but dave, i'm gonna if you start... miss one remy gets it to ch- try if she gets it she gets the point remy okay. if you miss one dave gets a try and then dave gets the point okay so i'm gonna say the obvious tim melia um, <laughs> uh, correct he's got 87 goals Whoa. Wow. <laughs> no that would be if we were talking about most body slams i am gonna say the actual obvious one though and go dom dwyer i believe our all-time leader in goals scored dom dwyer is our number two leader oh, in really? goals scored with 66 oh, really okay well yes. i think i know who number one is then but go remy. ahead remy uh i'm gonna go old school and say precky that's Precky is number thinking. one with 81 <laughs> goals. Uh, Kai Kamara. Kai Kamara, number seven with 41 oh, gosh. goals. The fact I'm already down to number seven tells me I'm going <laughs> to lose. So the question was the top 10, right, Riley? Yes. Okay. I don't know, Zussi? Uh Graham Zussi is tied for ninth with oh, 32 wow. goals. Oh, God there bless. you go. So I'm going to say Davey Arnault. Davey Arno is number three with 52 okay. goals. Man, I should have been I'm more confident. I'm surprised you even knew who that was. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he was before my time, but I have heard of him just like reading up on some of the old school players. All right, um, Remy. Okay. CJ Sapong. Ooh, CJ Sapong is not on this list. Ooh. <laughs> okay, All right. Dave, here's your chance. Oh, my goodness. The pressure. Because I was going to say CJ Sapong. That was literally the next person I was going to say. But instead, I am going to say Teal Bunbury. Not on this list. Oh, oh, no. oh my gosh. All right. Back to Remy. Remy that was a help. good guess, Dave. Thanks. Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Shallowy is number eight with 39 goals. Okay. okay. So does Remy win then or do I go again? Now you go again. You get one more okay. shot. If you miss, then Remy wins. Okay, I'm gonna say Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell's number six with forty. Ah! Okay. Woo. Man, I did not think Shallowy was gonna be on there. Hey, he climbed a long way yeah, this season. I was season. gonna say, how many of those were this year? 
Now, I'll be honest. There's really one more on this list that I think you guys will know. Oh, gosh. That's, like, obvious? Yes. Whoa. What's with all the hints? Well, I'm, like, trying to look around my room, like, hoping, like, a, a map of, like, the best roster yes. will pop down from the heavens. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Benny? Benny Failhaber, now also tied for number nine with 32 oh, wow. goals. Okay, well, that was obviously the uh, the one that we would know, so I am not liking my chances now. Seems pretty unlikely, but since I've heard of him, Jacob Peterson. No. Remy ah, gets the all point. Right. Good job, Woo! Remy. That was <laughs> You guys did well. The ones you missed, number four, Josh Wolf. Oh, I remember him. Duh, he's on our wall as like the Hall of Fame. Okay, Number I don't five, feel bad for Chris that. Klein. Don't yeah, know who Chris that Klein. is. <laughs> and also tied for ninth, Mo Johnston. Oh, oh well, I would not I... have gotten him. Although I do know, like, I, re- I recognize him. Yeah, I don't feel bad because I literally never heard of any of those guys. So at least it's <laughs> not like, oh, how did I not think of, you know. Josh Wolf is coaching. I don't know if it's here, but he's definitely coaching like an MLS somewhere, isn't he? Oh, nice. Uh, he I... is currently the head coach of Austin FC. Oh, really? yeah, there you go. And I did not know that off my head. I am on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> anyway, good job, Remy. Five to one. Remy is <laughs> We might have to look it. into sunsetting this uh, if the slaughter continues too much longer. Well, like we, we went to, I think we went to 10. Like whoever yeah. got to 10 first for the uh, vocab, didn't we? Oh, oh no. no we definitely no we got that far. Yeah, we definitely didn't get anywhere oh. near 10. <laughs> we'll have I don't to remember go back what we did luck. get to. That was a good one. Remy just happened to get the last kind of obvious one there. Yeah, that was good, though. You both did very well. Oh, thank Yay. you, Riley. See, you're so positive. You know, I try. When you work with middle schoolers, you got to be. They need Riley, if Riley praise. was here right now, he'd probably be giving us like a gold star sticker. As soon as Dave sends me beer, I'll send you guys stars. I Dave. looked into it, and the penalties were just way stiffer than ah. I anticipated, so I kind of chickened out. Well, he, well, Riley, you're coming back to visit KC soon, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be back over Christmas. I need to go try the, the Teal Rising. What is that? Oh, my gosh. Guys, we're I've a podcast mostly that. about beer and sometimes about soccer. And we, <laughs> Teal Rising is the uh, Boulevard branded for The Current. Oh. oh, the current beer. Well, in yeah. our defense, they've been the current for about two weeks now, so I don't feel too bad for not having heard of that beer. Their season <laughs> is unfortunately over, so I have not been paying as close to t- attention yeah. to them. Interesting. So it's, it's a That's Pilsner cool. out of Boulevard just called Teal Rising, and I told Robin if like we need to be there, I, don't, I hope it's still available when I get back because it started at the beginning of the month. Awesome. Yeah, I bet it will be. That'll be kind of an extended run, I would think. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, otherwise he'll just have to come back for a KC current game next season. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, so let's kind of wrap up here. Uh, just some updates in the playoffs. As we kind of mentioned earlier, Philadelphia won 1-0 against New York Red Bull. New York City FC 2-0. Portland, as we're recording right now, is still down in the 40th minute but you guys will know the results of that game by yes. the time you're listening to this and most likely uh if you're listening to this when it releases sporting still does not know who they're playing um mm-hmm. they have that game on uh tuesday the seattle rsl game i'm hoping rsl wins not just because i don't really feel like playing seattle again but because then sporting gets a home match so if yes. rsl wins sporting gets to play at children's mercy and if we seattle get wins, to go. we will be in seattle and i will be watching that game at like 10 o'clock at night 
because Classic yes. Riley. East Coast. Well, it's kind of cool because Sporting has tickets on sale now just in case we're hosting. And then, oh, you know, if we, we end up not hosting that game, they'll just refund the tickets. So I don't know if you're like, if you guys are risk takers, go buy your tickets now for next Sunday. My head needs to be there. That's all I'm saying. Even if we don't host the game, we will sneak <laughs> Riley's head into the middle of the pitch. Yes. Just prop him against a seat at the very least. But I will say, what since you mentioned the Philadelphia-New uh, York Red Bulls game, if you're listening and you want to see another just absolutely disgusting goal, you should look up that game because, first of all, it went into extra time and... In the third minute of stoppage time, after 120 minutes, um, Jakob Glesnes, who Oh my is, gosh! Yeah, did you just watch it? It's I insane. Just watched it. He chips the keeper from the same range that Zussi scored, and he's a center back. And it so came it was, off of like two okay. other shots on goal. Yes, it Riley, was Riley, absolute... send me the link. <laughs> yes, oh let's gosh, all yes. enjoy this together. I needed to point that out to you guys because it is, I mean, we're all just soccer fans here and it's not our team, but they're also oh, not beating our team. Goal. Yeah, it yeah. was it was absolutely pinpoint accurate. Again, from a center back who they are not known for well, their And if you said finesse. it was overtime, like that makes it even more exciting <laughs> yes. for them because they like desperately needed it, obviously. That was yeah, like it was eight yards seconds outside away. the box and he somehow got the goal to go over the keeper and land in the bottom corner. Yeah, it was it was the perfect chip. So super cool goal. Um, if you enjoy, you know, cool goals and soccer, go watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, uh, Remy, where can people find us? All right, Remy, where, where can people find us? Oh, you can find us on Instagram at One Sporting Way Pod. We are posting some fun shiz. Yes. Nice. I got to see a picture of like six-year-old Remy playing soccer and it was adorable and Aww, Riley yeah we're posting some throwback posing. pics yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah if you guys have like questions for us or want to get to know us a little bit better Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of us you can also mm-hmm. email us at one sporting way pod at gmail.com fantastic guys Man, playoffs are here. I'm just glad we get to record for another week because if you didn't know, the podcast dies when sporting loses. <laughs> Not it goes true. into hibernation <laughs> slash grieving mode. Slash it'll still keep yes. coming out. <laughs> yes, it will It will continue to come out and we'll give updates on uh, what it looks like after the season because we don't want to talk about that yet because season's yeah, not over. No. Yeah, we, we're, we're excited. Yeah. Let's enjoy the emotional thrill ride that is the playoffs. Gosh, it's – I don't know why we do this to ourselves every year, but I stress <laughs> out so hard. Yeah, like, me if too. we, you know, if we win, I might just, like, be like, hey, guys, won the MLS Cup movie day. I don't even care. Everyone <laughs> just gets to watch movies today. And it's going to be a soccer – it's going to be Air Bud when he plays soccer instead of No, basketball. she's the man. She's the man kicking and screaming. It's one of the best soccer movies of all time. I know, but here's the thing. I am in. I am in. Good old conservative America. I don't think She's the Man is the movie for uh, (laughs) my students. Hey, guys. Thanks for recording a podcast. Uh, I just like getting to talk about soccer. It's an excuse to, to do that. So thanks, guys. And 
Come listen again. Share with your friends. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you drop a actual like review, we might just read it here on the podcast, and you'll get a little shout out. But drop us five stars. If you want to drop us one star, just don't. Just stop listening. Mm-hmm. You there's so many podcasts <laughs> out in the world. Just stop listening to ours. It's fine. You don't have to be mean about it. Well, hey everyone, thank you for listening. We appreciate it that there's still those of you out there listening to us talk about soccer. So thank you. And as always. Join us next week down here at One Sporting Way.